If you have your Bibles this morning, if you would, let's uh, go to Judges, chapter 6 of Judges. And you that are able to stand with me when you get there, we'll stand and read the Word of God. When we get to verse 12, if you would read verse 12, we'll start uh, that uh, verse 11. The Bible says, There came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak which was in Ophrah that pertained unto Joash the Abba Ezrite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all the miracles which our father told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? Father, we thank you this morning for the word of God. And thank you, Lord, for being able to draw truth from your word that will help us today. And we are grateful for men like Gideon that obeyed, Lord, your call and went and delivered a nation. Now, Father, this morning, you know this old nation is in a heap of trouble. You know, our Father, that we have departed from the living God. And you know, Lord, that we have allowed so many other gods to come into our country. And Lord, here today, we suffer from that. And, and as, uh, Lord, we uh, oftentimes uh, uh, under uh, the oppression of those that are over us, I pray this morning that you would help us to know that there is victory in the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to realize, our Father, that uh, as you have called Gideon, uh, you have called us as well. Uh, may as a church of the living God, may our Father, that we uh, be militant, may we stand forth, and may we be good soldiers of the cross this morning. And we'll thank you for all you do. Help us to glean some truths from your word that would help us in our everyday life. In Jesus' name I pray and ask, amen. You may be seated. Now, we have an afternoon service at 1.30. And uh, for you that uh, want to stick around, uh, and uh, we'll be preaching at 1.30 uh, here in this building as well. We will not have a 5 o'clock service as 1.30 will be in lieu of the uh, uh, 5 o'clock but this morning, I just want to uh, uh, speak about a fellow. This is a story that uh, you all know pretty well. Uh, this uh, uh, Memorial Day, it's a celebration of those who, who died uh, in war, uh, men and women, uh, who uh, today as well serve in our country. And uh, this, uh, the message here, the scripture we read, uh, uh, deals with the story of God calling uh, one man 
to save Israel. And uh, you find that uh, here the story that uh, goes into God uh, goes into battle takes uh, Gideon takes three hundred men and uh, they break the vessels and the light shines and they blow the trumpets and there is a pandemonia and panic among the host. Uh, they win the battle against the host of the Midianites, thirty two thousand men. And uh, they outnumbered Israel a hundred to one. Now, into that, you know the story how that uh, Gideon uh, followed the instructions of the Lord. And I could just say, for just stop there for just a minute and ask you: Are you following the instructions of the Lord? Uh, are you uh, being word that uh, God can be able to? Uh, uh, Use you to be able to win some battles. We need we need some men and women who is able to stand so that can listen to what God has to say and then obey what God uh, tells us to do. Uh, one of the lessons that we can learn from this passage of Scripture is that God's true army is always a minority. Uh, it's never a majority. Uh, you go back and you find that uh, there is uh, a never in history where the majority was right spiritually. And even so today... <clears throat> That we are faced with the same thing that as a, a as a believers in Christ, as a, a, a Christians, that we're in a minority. Uh, regardless of whether we, we like it or not, uh, uh, we still have a, a battle to, uh, uh, to win, and, and we're going to win the battle. I mean, I'm on the winning side. Uh, it may not look like it today. It looks like that to seem that the devil and uh, his uh, army is, uh, has got us outnumbered uh, quite a, uh, a pretty good uh, number, but uh, hey, uh, God is all-powerful. Uh, all power is given unto me, and uh, and you find that the, the Lord says, "Go you," and uh, and that uh, uh, I'll be with you until the uh, end uh, uh, of the world. And uh, we have that power. He said, "I'll give you the power." We have the power. We talked about it this morning in our uh, uh, Sunday school class uh, that uh, God gives us uh, that that as a child of His, the the love and the joy comes uh, uh, by being pleasing to God by the by the power of the Holy Ghost of God. Now listen, if you're saved and a child of God here this morning, the Holy Spirit of God dwells within you. Now into this here, the, the, the true army is always a minority. And keep in mind that though that as you look out, uh, you see some things, but keep going back into the days of Enoch and you talk about the minority. Uh, in the days of Enoch, uh, you find that only Enoch and Noah uh, were uh, those that uh, uh, we're looking unto the Lord. Uh, now Noah ended up getting uh, about uh, 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 six more people along with uh, his wife, eight of them all together, got into the boat. Would you say that was a minority? Uh, God had to bring in a, a, a flood and destroy the world. Uh, into that, but uh, all of the that you find that uh, uh, Enoch got delivered. Uh, we know that Enoch uh, was a righteous man. We know that he walked with God. And uh, we know that God just took him. He just to walk in and talking with God, fellowshipping with the Lord. And the Lord just said, well, come on up here. Now into that, uh, there is into you and I today. Uh, you find that uh, God is uh, teaching us uh, to walk with him. 
God wants you to walk with him. God wants you to talk with him. God wants you to be able to understand the spiritual things that he has in store for you. We belong to him. God is a holy God. Mark it down uh, into that. And God is not going to put up with all of the wickedness that's going on. And uh, you will find that uh, God gets uh, the wrath of God can come in a moment. Uh, and uh, let me say to you today that uh, uh, this is, we look at the, the things around us and uh, uh, it, it disturbs us to see uh, that all of the, uh, the wickedness that uh, we have to deal with. But uh, could I say to you that the minority uh, here is uh, that you find is out of uh, several million people here uh, in, our, in our country. Matthew seven thirteen says uh, uh, that wide is a gate that leadeth to destruction. And many there be that follow. Uh, narrow is the gate. Now listen, uh, the, 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 the minority is going to the narrow gate. The majority is following the, the broad gate that leads us to hell. And into that, uh, you take to take note uh, that most people today are not uh, following the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, now we have a lot of professors. Uh, we got a lot of people profess that they are saved. Uh, can I say to you today, uh, uh, you find that uh, in the last days, many will be following false uh, prophets and false Christ. Uh, you go out on, in, on visitation, on in witness, and, and you will find that uh, uh, what to have people think. You knock on the door, and do you know for that for a hundred percent sure that you're going to heaven when you die? Well, I belong to Landmark Baptist Church. No, that ain't what I ask you. That ain't the answer. Do you know that if you die today, that uh, you're, you're going to heaven? Uh, well, now uh, I go to church. That ain't the answer. Well, do you know that if you are saved into that and that your sins have been forgiven? Well, I take communion every day. That ain't what I ask you. Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you died this very moment that you have been washed in the blood, that you have been born again, that the Holy Spirit of God dwells with you and that you know that you are a child of God, that the Holy Spirit of God witnesses unto you, that you are saved and that you belong to God? Do you know that? And then I say, don't let the devil fool you into that. Don't let the devil and the false prophets uh, uh, cause you to miss heaven and go into a devil's hell. Make sure the day that you know the Lord as your Savior, that you have put your faith and your trust in what Jesus did for you at Calvary, in that he died, was buried, and rose again into that the gospel, and that you believe that the God accepted the sacrifice he made. By one sacrifice are we secured. Gideon, your faith is going to be tested. Prove what you are. Your faith in that, you find, why, how would you feel? Boy, if, if you had started out with 22,000 and God said that that's too many to beat the, the uh, armies of the Midianites. Uh, they're overrunning the place. Uh, they under, they got control of things. And uh, you, uh, Gideon, uh, you've got uh, uh, 22,000 of all of Israel. And uh, you're going to go up. That's too many. Uh, I want to cut it down to 10,000. And then God got to thinking, well, that's too many. 
Because if you take 10,000 and if you should bring the, win the victory, then uh, you'll be given, uh, you'll be taking the glory for it. Can I say to you this morning that God needs to get the glory of everything that we do? Uh, we don't need to look and pat ourselves on the back and say, boy, we did this or we did that. No, because of the, the grace of God, because of God allowing us to be able to achieve some victories, are we able to do some things and into that. And you find that here that, uh, uh, that the, uh, 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 well, people get to go through different things uh, uh, periods in their life and you find that uh, uh, there are many uh, that of uh, God's people will start but will never finish I've got uh, trying to hurry through here uh, many of God's people begin uh, into that uh, Paul in his second Timothy 4 said I have finished my course how many of uh, people that profess to know the Lord as their Savior, and they have, may have, and, and I'm not questioning whether they're saved or not, but they quit. The easiest thing for you to do is to quit. Uh, there's no, there's, uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to quit. Oh, you say, well, preacher, I've, I've got sickness. I'll just quit. Uh, I've got poverty. Uh, uh, I can't meet my bills or I'm having struggle financially. Or I've got to, if you had the marital problems that I've got, oh, you'd quit too. You'd quit. Now listen, could I say to you today that your relationship with God is between you and God. Amen. And into that, you cannot excuse some of your actions and your quitting on God because of somebody else. Right. I'm not going to quit because Jimmy quit. Amen. And Jimmy's not going to quit because I quit. Uh, we, we belong to God uh, into that. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fulfill what God has called me. He said, get in, come out and go. And God has called you to come and to go and to get to busy serving God. And he didn't call you to quit. He didn't call you to sit back and to do nothing. God calls that we have a work to be done. There is a, uh, we have been inducted into the army of God. And just as those soldiers that went into battle and into that who was willing to yield their life, uh, you and I this morning are soldiers of the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. He died. He paid the price for you and I. And it ought to be, I am not going to quit. Too many quitters. Yes, sir. Too many quitters out in the world today. Talk to people about working. You got people who don't want to work today. Uh, too big to be the turnover. Can't get to the work done because don't have the, the help. We need, we need people that will quit. To, and, and by the way, could I say, once you quit one thing, it's easy to quit another. Yes, sir. Preach it. Come on. And parents, could I say to you, you let your child quit one thing and you're going to equip yes, something else That's down right. a little older. That's right. There's no room. Uh, uh, my boys played ball. I played ball. And there was times that you want to quit. They'd come in and, well, I don't get to play all. I, I'm better than so-and-so. I need to, I need to play more. We've all felt that, have we? I always felt I was the best on the field. <laughs> all that, uh, and I ought to be playing uh, all the extra innings as well, although I probably wasn't, but I felt. But I said, hey, uh, you're, you're not going to quit. You're going to go ahead and you're going to play. You've signed up to play. You're going to fulfill it. 
And could I say to you this morning is that you let your kid, well, I don't want to go to Sunday school. I teach her. Brother Muncie don't know what he's talking about. Sandy don't know what she's talking about. And Mike surely don't know what he's talking about. Brother Brad, maybe, I don't know. Uh, somebody says they think it sometimes he does. I just think I'll just quit. I'll just go to church. Could I say to you, what is Sunday school? What was it set up for? Some of you used to be faithful in Sunday school. Some of you wouldn't miss a Sunday school. It used to be we'd give out pens and we'd, sometimes we'd have our lapels full with pens of good uh, not missing. I thank God that for 22 years, if I could go 22 years without missing a Sunday, surely you could go a few years without missing. I get tired of excuses of people that said, well, I've got to, uh, a preacher, I, I just uh, got to take, take a little uh, uh, time away. Well, what if God said about that uh, if I need to take some time away and I don't want to go to Calvary, if it be thy will, Lord, let this cup pass by. But not my will, but thy will. And many a time into that, that that's, uh, it gets hard to go sometimes to church. Sometimes it gets hard to, to teach a class. Sometimes you get tired of, and burdened down with studying. Sometimes you get burdened down with problems. Sometimes you get burdened down with issues. And could I say to you this morning that, hey, I'm saved. I'm a child of God. I've been born again. I belong to Him. And I don't have time. Time is too short. And I'm not going to miss Sunday school. I'm not going to miss church. As long as God gives me the strength to get up and to get out, I'm going to be in God's house. I haven't seen a... Mike tried to get me to go to the ball game today. I wouldn't go to see the ball game today. Some tried to get me to come to a party. I can't go to party on Sunday. My neighbor would like for me to cut grass. Could I just say something to you? It ain't nothing bothering my business. But you don't need to cut grass on Sunday. Well, you preacher, that's the only time I got to cut it. Let your neighbors have some rest. My goodness. Don't run the lawnmower. Take the kick back. And uh, if you need it to be cut, call me. Warren will be glad to cut it. <laughs> we'll get your grass cut. But I don't think a Christian ought to have any business out there pushing a lawnmower on Sunday. Why? Because that's a day we set aside to worship God. That's a day we set aside to just to do what to meditate and think upon God. Enjoy your family and enjoy the things that God has given you. I got that off my heart. I've been wanting to say that for a while. Could I say that into that you find that many uh, God's people, they never finish. And I hope that that's not of you. I hope that you, you know what, a soldier that quits in battle, what they do? Burroughs been down in Vietnam country. Some of our older men that used to come, they've been passed on now. One of the fellows that used to come here said he'd, and he talked to me one time about, and in battle, you all get scared. I don't care who you are, you get scared. We criticize a policeman down in Texas because they didn't rush in. Could I say to you, one of us has got a yellow streak in us. Uh, every one of us has got some fear. But the guy said, he told me, he said, preacher, he said, I've got, he's got medals, got awarded. 
But he said, there was a battle that I was the biggest coward that there was there. There was a battle that they were trying to get me to go on and, and I couldn't go. I was too scared. He said, well, that never happened to me. Hey, there's battles in your Christian life that will cause you to turn back if you're not careful. Soldiers that normally in the battle in the military get shot. Uh, today we probably would, they wouldn't do that. But if you was a deserter in war in times of battle, uh, you're, you were shot down. Amen. Uh, that could I say to us today, your faith is going to be tested. Prove who you are. And into that Gideon's army was tested from 22,000 to 300. This shows that God's work will be done by a few. Can I say to you, will you be the one to stand? I can tell you who will be here on Wednesday night. As a pastor, I can tell you who will be here usually on Sunday night. Some of you are going to be here, rain or shine, some of you will be here regardless of what the weather is or what the conditions are. I don't have to look for you. I know you're going to be here. It ought to be that that could be said of every one of us. The church as a body of believers is only strong as the weakest link. Every member of God's church ought to be here if it's real to you. God loved the church that he died for it. And you and I make up the church. This building is not the church. You and I are the church. We that have been saved and we that have been baptized and, and organized to, to carry out the work of God and to take the gospel to the world. Can I say to you today, it's a, a few that we talk about the minority. It's a few that does the praying. It's a few that does the witnessing. It's the few that does the giving. Could I say to you, God is looking today for those that will stand and those that won't quit. And then real quickly, God is looking for Christians that are alert. Take some men down there, take that 10,000 down to the river, and uh, I want to find out who is going to go into battle. And you know the story very well. They got to go down there and uh, those that uh, uh, get down on their knees and drinking, uh, they can't go. God only is going to choose those that are alert, those that are, are going to be willing to listen to him, those that are going to be in tune to him. And God takes only 300 out of 10,000 to do a work. I want to be in that number. And, that, and so let me say that uh, those uh, whose God is their belly, whose God is their pleasure, the good times, God's not going to be able to use you much. Uh, our goal should be to please the Lord. And then giving themselves the glory, God is uh, our sole authority to get all the glory on that. If anything gets accomplished, God should get the glory for it. God chooses, by the way, the weapons that he uses. And could I say to you real quickly here, the weapon that God has given us is that old King James 1611 Bible. 
the sword of the spirit. That word, the word of God is a weapon that God, it's just, it's just as, uh, uh, if you look at that, you mean I've got to go into battle with just a book? Gideon went into battle with a light, with a lantern, a light in that and a trumpet in one hand, a light in the other. Where's the bazookas at? Where's the machine guns at? You mean I, if I was Gideon, say you mean I got to go face thirty-two thousand Midianites with just a lantern with a light and a trumpet over here? God said, "You do what I tell you. Uh, you blow the trumpet." You break the, uh, the, the lantern and let the light shine and uh, you find that uh, God can give the victory when it doesn't look like that's impossible. But you take that book there and you can have a successful life. Uh, you can raise a successful family. Uh, you can be able to enjoy the pleasures of, of life with that book. God said that the joy and the pleasures are mine. I will and I give it to you. I want you to live a victorious life if you'll stay and follow my word. And Joshua said of old, and you and I can say it, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You make a note on that. And so real quickly, a victory, complete victory is because of the faithful few that did what they were told. Now, what if some got down there, this one group over here, he divided them up in a in hundred. And this hundred over here, and this hundred here, and a hundred over here. Now, at this, when we get blow the trumpet, you've got to break the, uh, that to your light to shine. Well, Brian says, I don't believe Gideon knows what he's talking about. I don't think I'll do that. Y'all don't have to do that. And that's what some of you are thinking about right now. You don't have to do what the preacher says. He just, he, he just uh, rattling off. But I say to you today, Brian didn't break the glass. The light didn't shine. Uh, the, the Midianites got the victory. But no, hey, listen, God's people, it ought to be that, hey, you blow the trumpet, uh, you hold fast to the word of God and you stand to fight and you stand to win and to sit forth and giving your life unto God uh, to uh, be able to use. So how long, preacher? Well, how long you want to live? As long as you got a, 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 a voice. You talk about a, a guy that uh, that I admire, uh, Brother uh, Hank. I'm going to say how old he is, but he's a lot older than I am. But he cuts about seven yards a, a week, making the big money. He got he didn't he he could quit on a lot of things if he wanted to at his age. But I guarantee you, he still goes to church. I guarantee you, he still tries to worship God on that. I'm saying to you and I this morning, complete victory because of a faithful few did what they were told. And you could be one of those that, uh, that uh, can, uh, can be counted on. I'll let close with this, uh, uh, that uh, one of my heroes, if I'm going to watch a movie, if I get to watch, if there's an Audie Murphy movie on, I'll try to watch it. Audie Murphy was the most decorated soldier. I don't know, most of you know the story of Audie Murphy, a young man, rejected on some of the, uh, I think Navy didn't want him and Marines didn't want him. But a young man that grew up became the most decorated soldier 
because of his bravery of grabbing a half-track tank, a 50 caliber machine gun. One man was able to hold off for four and a half hours a battalion of German soldiers. The bravery that he faced with as a soldier, I thought about oftentimes we as Christians and being a good soldier to be able to say as Paul said that I have fought the good fight and I have finished my course. This morning, where are you at? Would you be able to be inducted into Gideon's army? Would you be one of the 300 that would be willing to go even though the odds looked like it was all against you? And you and I as Christians this morning as a, as a body of believers, small in number, are we willing to face the world? Are we willing to try to get the gospel to as many people as we can and to try to win as many people as we can to the Lord? Uh, I hope that you'll be one of those. I hope that you'll be willing to sacrifice and to be able to one day as we stand before God and to give an account of our life to say, Lord, I, I did what I could. I didn't quit. Let's stand, please.